Love this podcast? Support this show through the ACAST supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Hello and welcome to the Awakening Empty Nester podcast. We are so pleased you can join us in today's show. I am Michelle. And I am Mark, your host of this podcast, a show that was designed for you, the Awakening Empty Nester. In this series, we will be bringing you a whole range of inspiring insights, heart-filled stories, and conversations with truly amazing people. People just like you. People who have navigated through their own challenges, lessons, and opportunities. People who have transitioned to living a life of deeper experience, heart-filled contribution, and consistent awakening and growth. Find out how they are all living with what we call a strong ECG life pulse. Let's discover more as we dive into this episode. Whether you're an empty nester or not, we trust you will enjoy today's show. Let's get started. Hello and welcome back to the Awakening Empty Nester podcast. We are so grateful for your time today and we're really looking forward to this conversation. Today we're really excited to welcome the daughter of long-time friends Jill and Pete Eason. Kate Eason currently lives in Burley on the Gold Coast. She is the owner of Food Defined and has made it her personal mission to build a healthy world through education of what true health feels like. Her passion is evident when she is consulting with individuals, couples and families, when public speaking, presenting workshops and seminars and playing about at her cooking class. To educate and help people create an eating lifestyle that helps them balance their physical, emotional, mental and spiritual life means all of Kate's core values are met. Outside of her work, she enjoys cooking with whole foods, being active with things like hiking, getting up for the sunrise and doing a bit of self-development. All of this passion and zest for life comes through in her work. Kate grew up in the country and has traveled around the world, taking in many different cultures and experiences. She enjoys community life by volunteering and playing indoor netball, is very adventurous and loves creating new relationships. On a personal note, I met you, Kate, almost 10 years ago, back in Singleton, where I was living. I lived for four years. We knew one another through association with your parents. I followed your progress, your travels with nutrition and food, and was pretty excited when you came up to live very close to us, and um, also when you came to visit us just a few months ago here on the Gold Coast. So very welcome to you. Thank you for being on our podcast, and we look forward to finding out more about you. Thank you so much. It's so nice to be here and really nice of you to welcome me on, and I'm looking forward to sharing as well. And yeah, I'm excited. So Kate, share with us, why did you get into nutrition? What was it that was your primary driver to go down that path? I mean, we all have career paths and thoughts of what we want to do with our life. You chose this area. What was the the reason for that? It took me a while, Mark. I didn't know what I wanted to do until I was about 27 and I'd done my traveling by then and I had 
an interest in finding out more about the food industry and things about our health up until that point. And I think mom and dad were definitely an influence there. We were brought up quite healthy. We weren't allowed to have Cocoa Pops for breakfast and <laughs> that kind of thing. There was also a little butter versus margarine debate. Oh, yes. Um, was what kind of kicked it off because I was at my friend's place and she had the Meadow Lee margarine in her fridge. Mm. And I said, what are you eating that stuff for? Blah, blah, blah. And she said, Kate, I think you should do this for a living. And I said, oh, that's a good idea. So I went and investigated places to study and I was living in Sydney at the time. So started studying then and I did um, four years of full-time work and two nights a week study in Sydney. Um, to gain my advanced diploma of nutritional medicine. Very good. And what's the journey been like since then? Oh, um, one of massive growth and expansion. I think when you're learning about health in general, you're also learning about your own health and you experiment with it, you do different things. As you're learning about each area of the body, you're learning about disorders and diseases and you're learning about it and I was thinking oh my god that's me I've got I've got this I've got that <laughs> it's and you kind of um, start delving into things a little bit deeper so one of the things that I have um, been quite passionate about since I started practice was helping people experiment with their body and do different things to understand how their body operates and really work out on a deep level what they need to be doing to help it work really well and what they're already doing that's not helping it work really well. And so I think that we actually are living in far less of a capacity than we are potentially capable of. A lot of human beings, some are really, you know, smashing goals and getting out there and testing their body to the limits. I was just listening to another podcast this morning that was talking to a guy who does ultra marathons, mm -hmm. which is like a hundred miles. Mm -hmm. And it's kind of, we need to experiment. We need to push our bodies to a certain level to really know what we're capable of. And that's something that I'm really passionate about. And I will do what it takes to experiment. Not saying that I don't keep doing the things that I know aren't good for me sometimes. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But that also comes down to a combination of health on different levels and for me that's your physical health but it's also your mental emotional and spiritual health it all comes in together you can't have one without the other they all affect each other and everything we do in each area will bring up symptoms or things in other areas other aspects of our health mm -hmm. I, i've seen that many times mm -hmm. yeah so true so true and what you're doing is just so important so vital for everybody everybody on every level because in this world of massive amounts of choice of so-called foods mm. everywhere in supermarkets, on your TV, on billboards and through your social media and all the messages that we get, it mm. gets so confusing, doesn't it? And, mm. and overwhelming that you don't, you basically don't even, you don't even make a choice. The choice is mm. made for you. So can you speak to that? How with your clients that you've guided through the process of coming to a greater awareness, what do you encounter? So the majority of people on a large scale just don't eat enough real food. We're not eating real food anymore. We're not nourishing our bodies anymore. And the more we do that, the further away we get from ourselves, mm. from our true self. Mm -hmm. So if you're putting in toxins, if you're putting in preservatives and additives and refined foods that have no nutrients in them, the less alive you're going to be. Mm -hmm. And vitality is a huge one, vitality and vibrance and 
positivity and happiness, like that's where we all want to be. But there's so many things that people do to detract from that on a daily basis without even realising it. They just don't have the education. Mm. Um, And that's what I like to do is I really like to educate people on those types of things Mm. and how to take those layers off that hold them back. Mm -hmm. And that can be physically as well as mentally, emotionally and spiritually as well. But, yeah, eating real food and putting in vitamins and minerals and nutrients on a daily, daily basis is so, so important. Mm. And that's what I really help people to do on a practical level. So you mentioned that you bring people back to vital living food, food that is more whole, food that helps them to raise their vibration, help them become more in tune with nature. Do you come across many people who think that real food is things like a box of Cocoa Pops because on the box it says this is full of protein, full of iron, full of all the goodness that you need to start your day? Is that real food? Definitely not. Um, It's something that's made in a laboratory and put in a box and put on a shelf in a supermarket which could stay there for – probably could stay there for two months without being eaten and still be deemed as food – that is going to get people into trouble. That is going to cause ill health at some point in their life if people continue to put in foods that are devoid of all nutrients and that actually have additives and preservatives in it that detract from their health on a daily basis. Mm -hmm. So there's a lot of people who, you know, one of my little bugbears that I say is um, those crisp breads, I won't say the name, but you can buy them in a packet and you would put maybe some cheese and tomato on top of them for for lunch sometimes. Mm -hmm. And they're not food. They don't have anything in them that give you nutrients. Mm -hmm. And And tastes like cardboard as well. And tastes like cardboard. So I wasn't going to go that far, but yes, (laughs) it's like eating cardboard. So it's more of a, a constant practice to ensure that you're regularly putting in these nourishing foods and that's daily for me Mm -hmm. for some people that's weekly but I work with people to encourage them to put in those real foods daily Mm -hmm. and some people could be having um, a piece of toast with butter and Vegemite for breakfast they could be having some crisp breads with tomato and cheese um, and maybe some tuna for lunch and they could be having a steak and chips for dinner for example and in that day there's just not enough real vitamins and minerals Mm. from things like vegetables fruits and that's actually a whole day's worth of food that's real food that they think they've eaten right yes yes so yeah I I do encounter a lot of people who don't realize how much Mm. non-food or food-like products they are consuming right yeah, it's the false advertising. It's the the power of the media and and marketing that has really manipulated our society in believing that this food and it's hard to use that word, but this food is right for you. This is the stuff that's going to give you the you know the energy for the day or whatever the marketing slogan might be. So we're completely manipulated through the advertising, aren't we? All of the time, hundred yeah. yeah. percent, all of the time. So what we often say in our program is, it's not your fault. Ultimately, people only know what they know and we're not educated in food, are we? Mm. I was really, really surprised when you hear that medical doctors are not educated in food. They're here to help us to get healthy, to correct health issues. We go to a doctor to understand what might be going on. From my experience, just about every time I've been to the doctor, the doctor very rarely, if ever, asks me 
So what are you eating? Absolutely. Again, it's not their fault. It's the system. So people like yourself and programs that we run are fantastic sources to awaken or show people the absolute truth with what's going on in the food area. Absolutely. And I think the problem as well is that people are so busy these days. You know, there once was a time when women, mums stayed at home and did all the cooking while the husband went out to work. But now that whole culture has changed and women now have not only have employment, but they run companies and they're entrepreneurs and they do so much and then still go home to look after a family, etc. So we're, we're busy and we've lost the art of nourishing ourselves with real food. Mm. And it is an art and it does take effort. It does take time, but we just don't have that time anymore. The thing is we don't devote time to that because we don't think it's important or we don't realize how important it is. Yeah, personally, I think that's closer to the statement. We don't prioritize our yeah. health because we are so limited in time. We put other things at a higher priority, other people. Definitely our family or friends, let's make sure they're happy and whatever and we're busy at work and so on and we put ourselves, our enjoyment and our health at the the lower level and that needs to change. Yeah, absolutely. So, Kate, you just talked about people not having the time and not prioritising and Mark said about putting other things first that are not as possibly not as important and it all comes down to balancing life and creating harmony in your life. Can you speak to that a little bit more? So I think people don't realize how good they can feel. People don't realize how healthy they can feel Mm -hmm. until they actually start doing it. So they've been living a certain way for a long time and not putting priority towards their health as much as they could. And symptoms start popping up or they start feeling really tired. Like fatigue is 95% of the people who I see, they experience fatigue. Mm -hmm. So I think that, Um, once people start actively working on it and slowly, it needs to be small changes slowly because we've got habits Mm -hmm. and those habits will um, comprise what we do in our lives. Sometimes they're healthy, sometimes they're not so healthy. Mm -hmm. And so the habits make things automatic for you. So if you're really busy, it's really good to have habits in place which are healthy because it'll become automatic for you and you won't have to think about those things as much. Mm -hmm. So when I work with someone, it's really about creating small changes slowly and they need to be kept accountable for that. Mm -hmm. And I've realized that in my life this year, how much we need to be kept accountable for the tasks that we are given. And so that um, has definitely been a large part of my successes in recent times is being kept accountable for something. Mm -hmm. Um, And so that has allowed me to focus on lots of other areas in my life at the same time, Mm -hmm. I think. Mm -hmm. And so now I've been, um, I've been doing some volunteering. So I'm able to give back to other people Mm -hmm. and create community in my life as well by becoming part of an organization So the accountability as well as the focus on my health, my own health, and then also creating and serving um, community Mm -hmm. around me has been integral in increasing my vitality Mm -hmm. and increasing my vibrancy. Mm -hmm. And I didn't realize how much 
I was lacking that stuff right. until I found it. That's why experimentation is so important because mm-hmm. you don't know what you are lacking until you find it. Yeah, you don't know what you don't know. So you've been living a life that's been at a certain level and thinking, oh, well, I'm okay. And it's not till you start removing those habits, those layers, those beliefs that you realize, oh, maybe something could be different. Maybe I could feel a little bit better. Maybe I could feel more awake, more focused, more clear. And therefore, start slowly, like you said, gradually filling your own cup up, filling your own vessel up, your body vessel up with energy and vitality enough so that it's overflowing and then you can go and give out volunteering, working with the community, contributing of yourself and doing it from a place of abundance rather than a place of I have to do it, I want to do it, but I'm really straining myself and not balanced in my own health. Yeah. And I think that also comes down to knowing what works for you. You need to know what works for you and you need to do it all the time. So recently in terms of the volunteer work, that has been an integral part for me in knowing what works for me. And also doing my walk every morning around the headland Mm -hmm. in Burley has been an integral part for me. Exercise definitely is a massive massive part of that. Mm -hmm. Um, So creating balance in my life has taken me my whole life. You know, and we're not always continuously balanced because things pop up and things push you and challenge you Mm -hmm. on other levels. But I know that there's certain things now that Mm -hmm. just work for me and I'll just keep doing them because that's going to keep me on an even keel and um, allow me to have that space. So if you fall off that, that balance, if you fall off that bridge, then other things will fall out of balance as well. So mm. it's important to know what works for you. Yeah. So coming back to your core, coming back to your centre. Mm. It's not rocket science though, is it? No. We all know what it takes to be healthy. Eat well, do some movement, breathe and be grateful. Absolutely. It's not a difficult formula. So why don't we do it? Exactly. Why don't yeah. we do it? What's your experience in that space? I actually thought about this this morning Um, and I touched on it before. You know, I'm super healthy, but there's times when I do things that I know aren't healthy for me and I wonder why I do that. And I don't have a direct answer for you except for the fact that it's when we're challenged in certain areas and we're imbalanced in other areas that we kind of fall off. Mm. But it comes down to I ask a lot of people, um, are you worth it? Are you worth nourishing? And that kind of angle takes a lot of um, deep thinking and it's an area that probably requires health further from just talking to a nutritionist, but it brings in a lot of our past experiences and relationships that we've had and, you know, things that have happened in our life to help us believe that we're not worth it. And that's just sad, but that's just, I think, what what happens. Mm-hmm. So. It's reality, isn't it? Right through society, everyone's base level fear is not being loved, not being enough and not being loved. Mm -hmm. So in today's society, how prolific is that? You know, in a schooling system that marks you, you don't get 100%, you know, you're marked down and go into lower level classes. So some people can see that as I'm not enough. I'm not good enough to get the best marks. Mm -hmm. So we're set up with these these rules, these outcomes right through our life. You know, you go for a job interview and you're rated against somebody else. So again, depends on what lesson, what meaning you put to each of the stories in our lives can set up empowering or disempowering rules. So not seeing that you're enough 
as you say, is one of those opportunities for us to really dive into and see how that plays out, particularly in the food space. Yeah, and I think that also comes back to knowing yourself and knowing uh, what works for you and what doesn't. And again, experimenting and learning, you know, learning about yourself and growing as a person and evolving and wanting to know more about yourself and the way that you operate. And that's where a lot of the self-development courses and workshops can really help because you uncover certain things about yourself that allow you to um, want more and to want more for yourself and to want more for those around you. And, you know, those, those relationships in your life, like with your family, with a loved one, with children, with friends and the wider community, um, that's kind of what keeps me driving towards that wanting to be a better person. Mm. It's, it's for me because I've definitely experienced a lot of depression in my life and have gone through, you know, some dark times. Mm. Happiness, I think, is the goal for everyone and we kind of spend our lives unlearning everything that we've learned in childhood, teenage years and high school because uh, Lord knows we pick up a few beliefs about ourselves that just aren't true and they're not true for us Mm. and we spend a lot of time unlearning all that crap and it's hard. You've got to do it yourself. You can't rely on other people. You've really got to go on that journey yourself and want to evolve and want to expand and they say knowledge is power it's really power for you and power for yourself to um, become the best version of yourself and the truest version of yourself. And Mm. I'll continue to reach for that forever. Mm. There's a great saying I like, and it's a kind of a twist on knowledge is power. Knowledge is not power. It's the application of that knowledge that is power. You can know as much as you like, but if you don't actually apply it and implement it in your life, it's worthless ultimately. We are all guilty of not applying the knowledge. And that, comes from when our bodies are under pressure and our bodies can't be under pressure physically mentally emotionally and spiritually so the work that i do with people on a physical level i do biochemistry testing which is urine and saliva analysis Mm -hmm. that really looks at what parts of your body and your organs are under pressure Mm. what parts of your body aren't working efficiently Mm. to drive your systems Mm -hmm. And to keep you healthy and to prevent ill health before it gets here. Mm-hmm. So that pressure on the body, if it's physical, that can manifest out into your mental health mm-hmm. and your emotional health where you will become extremely emotional, possibly angry, possibly frustrated, mm-hmm. possibly have these outbursts to the people who are closest to you mm-hmm. just because your body physically is under pressure because of what you're doing to it or what you're not doing to it, mm-hmm. what you're feeding it with or what you're not feeding it with. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And it, it comes back to a point that we spoke about earlier and that is what's your priority? You know, Anthony Robbins talks about your shoulds and your musts. I should do this and I should do that and I should eat better and I should exercise more. And in his words, you ended up shooting all over yourself. So turn that into a must. Turn it into a higher priority and step those up in your value. So getting tests like you're talking about, the RBTI testing and those sorts of things to get a real understanding of what's going on biologically. It gives you that direct feedback, doesn't it? In terms of, well, okay, these are the areas. I need to step up on this space. I need to change this, tweak that, so that you continue to improve. And that constant improvement, that constant involvement so that we can show up better for ourselves, but also for others as well. 
Yeah, and sometimes that frustration that people feel is because they think they're doing the right thing or they want to be healthy and they try to be healthy, but mm. there's underlying issues in the body mm-hmm. that are really causing pressure that they don't even know about. Mm. So, you know, the medical world will give them medication to fix the symptom, mm-hmm. but you've got to work out why, what's going on underneath, what are the underlying issues that are happening mm. to create that symptom in the first place and the core imbalance in the body is where you look. Mm. And so this test really does help that. But again, it's not just the physical because in that mm. test also I can see where there's energetic imbalances in the body and where that person might be holding on to emotional, mental or spiritual blockages or issues Mm. so it really again it brings it all into that umbrella aspect of health not just one thing we can't just exercise for one week and then be fit for another month after that it's continuous work and Mm. you can't eat healthy for one week and then be healthy for a month after that Mm -hmm. it's a daily thing for me it's almost it's almost an hourly thing but when you create habits in your life then they're not things that you need to think about all the time. They just become automatic for you. So you just got to get to that level. Yeah. I love how you have embraced your teaching in yourself. You mentioned earlier that the reason why you decide what foods to put in your mouth is because you want to have those more healthy relationships, happy relationships with people around you, with yourself to start with and people around you. And so you've got a strong why as to why you're doing it for yourself. And not only are you clear on that but you're teaching people about that you're helping them to become aware of the reasons why they are and why they're not eating certain foods and all the different connections to the different areas in their life and sometimes it takes only a small change with the testing that you've done which we have done with you and I can just give an example is I went through many, many, many programs, including the one that Mark does, the Wild Fit, and I was able to get rid of a lot of cravings, except for chips. And the reason I went to chips was because of the salt. I could stop myself from eating chips. I could make that decision to not eat chips, but I had the craving. I wanted salt. And so sometimes I would even go and get some salt on my hand and lick the salt off my hand. And it wasn't until we did the testing with you and... You mentioned to me, why don't you try dissolving some salt in water, having it first thing in the morning? And oh my God, I've done that ever since. It's been a couple of months now and I have no cravings for chips anymore. It wasn't the (laughs) chips that was the craving, it was the salt. And now I've resolved that because the salt is now in my body doing what it needs to do. Yeah. And I think you reduced your water intake as well. Yes, I did as well. And um, just a simple thing like that. I mean... If I hadn't ever known that, I would continually be Mm. not only getting the chips, which have the unhealthy parts in it Mm. as well, the preservatives Mm. and the the, um, gluten and the unhealthy fats, but I would also be feeling guilty about it as well. Sure. As much as I want to be healthy, as much as I want to put good things in my body, I still had that craving and I could never fix it. And that's why community is so important, the support network around you, because not only just one thing that's going to help people, it's a whole host of things that Mm -hmm. come together to help someone. And that's true for your health, but it's also true for your life as well. Mm -hmm. Um, And for a long time, I was a bit of a, a a bit of a lone wolf, I would say, Mm -hmm. and I didn't have a big support network around me or I didn't think I was worthy of it. But since moving up to the Gold Coast and creating this life up here and really creating community around me, that has 
taught me so many things about myself and I've realized that it takes a village to raise a person, a child, but also a person. Love, love is important. 100%. 100%. When love is the intention, then that community with that intention Mm -hmm. works so well. And speaking on that, we're building a community with you as well. So the WildFit program that Mark does, the nutrition program through Food Define, bringing them together to serve our clients with even more love, to Mm. help them to have a wider array of what is possible and gain the messages in different ways as well. So not only from the mindset and the education around nutrition, but also from the testing so they've they've got a tangible measurement of where they are what their body is doing what their organs are doing and be able to retest that so they can see mm. actually see the progress mm. and also too you have provided us with a wonderful array of yummy recipes because that's one thing too is people have a fear of letting go of the things that used to be for them tasty and they think, oh, if I take away all these things, what is left? But as you've proven to us, there's so many different recipes that you can make with real foods that just are more delicious than all the processed stuff out there. I guess one of my favorite is the, the beetroot dip that you shared with us. Oh, oh my yeah. God. That is so good. <laughs> There is just so much food to eat. There is so much real food to eat. We do not have to eat processed food and it's it's a culture change. Yes. It's a lifestyle change and a culture change that that I want to instill in people and empower them to create that level of health that they really want. Mm. And again, it's not their fault and that's why I'm here. That's why I do what I do. This is mm-hmm. my passion. This is my purpose yep. is to empower people and to educate people mm-hmm. and to help them realize that it's actually quite easy it's not necessarily um simple sometimes Mm. but it's definitely an easy thing to achieve Mm -hmm. with the right support and with the right community and also with the right mindset because for me gratitude is really important Mm -hmm. and positivity is like yeah i remember when i was depressed i was so negative towards myself Mm. I just would berate myself constantly and that shift in mindset hasn't happened overnight, absolutely, and it takes a lot of effort but it also takes accountability and it takes that network around you. But, yeah, being super grateful for what I have and the person that I am Mm. is powerful. Mm -hmm, For sure. And you help people of all ages but particularly for our audience, empty nesters, who have gone through a long period of serving their kids and Mm -hmm. making up certain meals and making up certain quantities of meals, Mm. sometimes succumbing to the um, processed foods that the kids love to eat, the snacks and all the things that you just think maybe it's a little bit healthy because it's got potato in it, (laughs) you know, but it's, it's not really. And then you come to that part of your life where the kids are no longer there and you're wondering what to stock in your pantry, what to put in your fridge. And this is an opportunity right there where you have a little bit more time. And my take, like we talked about before, delayering and coming back to who you really want to be for the 20, 30, 40, 50, maybe more years of your life, do you want to keep going down that route or do you want to make a shift and start being curious, start experimenting, like you said, with different foods, different recipes and discovering new experiences of taste? It's just amazing. I see a lot of older 
people, especially at the health retreat where I were, mm-hmm. and mums who have just had children move out, of, so empty nesters, mm-hmm. and they really don't know who they are mm-hmm. because they've been serving other people tirelessly, relentlessly for so many years, and they've been putting themselves aside to serve those children and the family, which is amazing but they really have got to a point where they don't know who they are and they don't know what to eat they don't know what's healthy for them because they've been doing things for everyone else yeah so it's really an opportunity to um relearn they've actually got to relearn Mm -hmm. everything about their own health and their own eating lifestyle and that's where it's really important to be kept accountable but also challenge your normal habits Mm and slowly change those habits as painful as they might be, it's very important to move towards that new level of health which is completely theirs, no one else's. Yeah, exactly. It really is all about awakening to real food. And awakening to the individual, awakening to self because you as an individual is completely different to you as a mother or to you as a wife or to you as a friend. So you've got to, I think at that point, take um, a bit of time to just focus on on yourself and really learn what it takes to keep you healthy as, a, as an individual. Mm. Yeah, so it's super easy to, to slip into those easy foods, those easy meals, as Michelle was pointing out before, because, you know, we're time poor. How long is that going to last? And what are the results? What are the consequences of eating that way? We know what it is. So this is the opportunity to, to start treating yourself better treating yourself well and contribute to you first Mm. and awaken to a life a longer healthier more vital happy life ahead of you it's just so much to experience in this world isn't there not only food just like you have traveled you have challenged yourself through walking to base camp at mount Mm. everest and there are just so many different things that we are capable of doing at this age we just have been not treating our body well enough and therefore we don't know or we, we think we have got this belief that that's it, our body's going downhill from now on, but it's not. It can actually go the opposite way, can't it? That's a big point is that we have this belief that as you get older, you, you're going to become unwell. Mm. You're going to have some kind of disease or disorder that's going to pop up because that's just you know what usually happens. Mm. But it doesn't have to and you can prevent ill health far longer than we've been taught to believe and you can't do that without real food Mm. real food needs to be the mainstay yeah so share with us if you would three tips for our listeners to change to step up in their health and nutrition what would you recommend people do they could implement in their right in their life today in a practical way definitely increasing water water is a a massive part of taking pressure off the body when you're dehydrated the blood is thick and it's heavy and it's hard for the heart to pump around the body so you will become more tired if you're constantly dehydrated so that is probably one of the bases for good health in my opinion definitely reducing sugar sugar will drain you of energy it gives you absolutely nothing it feeds your fat and it will prevent you from detoxing your body properly. So definitely reducing sugar and also increasing real food. You need to put real food in your diet, food that's come from the ground, food that's been plucked from the tree, food that's come from the paddock. If it's been processed or refined or broken down or put in a box or put in a packet, it's really just not giving you anything at all. That's Perfect. Thank and that's, you, Kate. that's the practical side of things. 
that's that's so good. And they are very, very important elements that we all need, don't we? Easy to forget, again, with the proliferation of the advertising and the messages and so on that we do get. So thank you for that. So, Kate, how can a listener contact you if they wanted to know more about what you do? What's the best way? So I am on Facebook and Instagram as Food Defined, Mm -hmm. and I have a very new website that's not quite released, and that is Food Defined as well, Mm -hmm. um, which is exciting. And I've got an email address and phone number that I'm sure can be included. Okay, Um, sure. That's great. We'll include your details in the show notes. Thank you. So what's next for you, Kate? What is your next venture? So for me, next I am going to be focusing on business. I'm going to be focusing on ways to spread the love and spread the word of health um, on, a, on a few different levels and potentially doing a few more webinars. I'd like to do some more cooking classes up here mm-hmm. and I'm going to be going back to Eden Health Retreat uh, at the beginning of next year. We've been closed down this year due to COVID. So I will be combining Eden Health Retreat with my own business work and also my volunteer work. Next year is going to be very interesting, I'm sure, for a lot of people. Mm-hmm. And I have no idea how I'm going to fit it all in. But um, if I keep myself vital and vibrant and balanced and energetic and uh, happy, then I will fit it all in, I'm sure. I'm sure you will. So all the best with that, Kate. And thank you so much for sharing your passion, sharing a few tips with our listeners for awakening them to the absolute importance of real food and how it can prolong their life but also prevent disease in the years to come. Absolutely. Thank you so much for having me on and it's um, a pleasure to work with you guys. You've got so much to offer and I really enjoy every interaction that we have. Fantastic. Thanks, Kate. Great to speak with you and uh, we'll catch you next time. Thank you. This is the Awakening Empty Nester podcast. Thank you for listening to this week's episode. If you enjoy what you heard today, share with a friend. And if you have not already done so, Please subscribe, rate and review the show on your favourite podcast player. If you have any questions, comments or feedback for us, you can reach us directly at podcast at thedreamarchitects.com. Looking forward to you joining us on our next show. Thank you for listening.